Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz. And up and down the roller coaster we go. Syracuse back on the bubble. 9 and 9, 3 and 4 in the ACC. They take on the sixth ranked Duke Blue Devils, 14 and 3, 4 and 2 in the ACC. Today, noon Eastern on ESPN, Cuse.com for radio. By my count, Syracuse could have won seven of the games they've lost. They were overmatched in the Villanova game. They were overmatched by Auburn. As you can see, those two teams play well throughout the season. They look tough. You could argue Colgate, VCU, they lost by double digits, but they were in the game most of those two games. Now if you take the losses that have come in the ACC, Virginia, one possession game at the end of the game, missed eight foul shots. Couldn't make one stop. Wake Forest had the ball and the lead. can get the ball in bounds. Miami led by 14 at the half and lost. Florida State had a shot within the paint by Jimmy Beheim. He misses it, doesn't foul, lets them score a bucket. Joe Girard throws an errant pass to no one and Syracuse loses. But then Syracuse comes back and plays very well against Clemson where everyone touched the ball and shot it very well. Edwards had a double-double, first of his career. Gerard got off the snide. He had a good game. And, right, easier to say. When you shoot better, you win. I, I know. But it's not always about just shooting better. It's about playing together and different formulas. And the last couple of weeks, Jim Beheim went on a Syracuse radio show and said uh, something like, I don't experiment, I'm not in chemistry class, whatever the case, it's not a complete quote, but around that. And then in the next game, he looked like he experimented quite a bit to me in the Clemson game, where a lot of guys came in in the first half, and he let them play freely. Samir Torrance came in, Benny Williams came in, Sadibe came in. And truly, I think that was a really good way to go because the game was a one-point game at halftime, and then the starters in the second half seemed to have more energy. So who knew? If you play the bench guys and they actually play well, maybe, just maybe, it'll put the pressure on the starters to play better and it'll give them the rest they need to win. Because I don't know about anybody else, but I'd rather Syracuse be close at the half and finish the game and win rather than leading and lose. Now, playing Duke is never easy. And they're always a top 10 team. Not always, but they're, you know, they're always competitive. And Syracuse and Duke kind of had a rivalry since Syracuse joined the ACC in the 2013-14 season. The first game went to overtime. C.J. Fair torched them for 28 points. The second time they played in Cameron... It was the famous Jim Beheim threw his coat off because C.J. Fair also went baseline. They called the charge, and it was pretty questionable. I'll, I'll find the link and post it in the show notes. But that's kind of how it started off in the ACC, and then Dukes won the majority of the games. Overall, they played 17 times, not just in the ACC, but overall. Dukes won four straight. Last time Syracuse won was in 2019 when Zion Williamson was on the team, and Marek Dolezal took that charge, which is famous. You'll probably see it 
in tomorrow's broadcast on betting. I'll, I'll find that link and post it on there as well. Another one with John Gillen. He hit a three-pointer uh, at the buzzer at the Dome. That was the, the group with Jason Tatum and Luke Kennard. So that was a great game. I was actually there covering it uh, for my former employer. But uh, it's just crazy how the games kind of shape out. When Syracuse wins, it seems to, seems to be pretty dramatic. I'm hoping for a win for Syracuse and hoping it could be dramatic. I don't care. That could be a blowout. I don't care as long as Syracuse wins. But Duke, as I said, they're not unstoppable. Uh, they lost to Miami at home, which bodes well for Syracuse because Syracuse definitely should have beaten Miami. They just lost to Florida State in overtime. Syracuse beat Florida State the first time and definitely could have beaten them the second time. So it's not like Duke is just head and shoulders better than everybody else. Nobody in college basketball is absolutely great these days. So why not? So Duke is not a good three-point shooting team, 36% from the field, but they do shoot the two very well, 57%. And I think that's just because they use what they have, which is Paolo Banchero. He is NBA-type talent, six foot ten. He can hold the ball. He can post up. He can drive. He's going to be a problem for Syracuse. And the other thing Duke's been doing well in the new year, the last five games in January, is held opponents to 25% shooting from three. Well, Syracuse relies a lot on the three-point shot. So if Duke defends it well, what will Syracuse do? And I think this is where Jesse Edwards comes into play. I say it almost every time that they're playing somebody, Edwards is the key. And falling out, I'm just going to guess he's going to fall out because he always falls out. But if he doesn't fall out and stays in the game and stays relevant, it's Syracuse's best chance. I think he needs to have a double-double like he had last game. I think Buddy has to make four three-pointers and shoot 40% from three. And Gerard has to have a good game. So those three guys are important, but also... Defense and rebounding are important. You know, very popular by Jim Beheim and fans and everybody else. Our defense and rebounding is not this good, yada, yada. But Syracuse out-rebounded Clemson in the last game, so they're getting better at rebounding for sure. But in this game against Duke, Syracuse probably wants to force Duke to shoot the three because Duke's not that great at three, 36%. But it's not just forcing them to shoot the three. It's also getting the rebound because Duke – Averages 11.6 offensive rebounds per game. And that spells trouble for Syracuse. So those three guys play well. Keep Duke off the boards on offense. Got a shot. And it's the last time Jim Beheim and Coach K will coach against each other in Cameron. Two legends, as people want to dub it. Friends. Guys that have the most wins in Division One. So, a lot of things happening there, but really, at the end of the day, all I care about is a Syracuse win. And I think if Syracuse can get this win against Duke, it should propel them to do better the rest of the season. I know this season's been up and down, and I kind of thought that before the season started, it's going to be a bubble team, but you want to start playing your way off the bubble? Got to beat Duke. That's all I have today for the Dome Dog Podcast. Game's going to start in about two and a half hours. Enjoy it. I'll be on the Facebook page during the game commenting. 
Uh, last week I had Matt Rowe on the podcast. If you haven't heard that one yet, please go check it out. If you like basketball, Syracuse, or from the Syracuse area, a lot of great stuff in there. Next week I will have some more guests on that are local to Syracuse. Please stay tuned and enjoy the game today. Thanks for listening to the Dome Dog Podcast. Now available on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Please join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Dome Dog Pod. That's D-O-M-E-D-A-W-G-P-O-D.